Hello and welcome back to Get Chatty with Danny and welcome to episode number two. Today's episode is just me, myself and I and in today's episode I'm going to be covering my seven steps or seven tips to setting your goals. Now, just before I get into today's episode, um, I really just wanted to start by again saying thank you so, so, so much for all of the support on the launch of this podcast, Get Chatty with Danny, the first episode. Guys, like I, I'm not going to lie, I was shitting myself, right? Like, no two ways about that. Um, (laughs) I was literally like in my kitchen like half an hour before launching it voice noting like some of the closest people to me that kind of knew about it like what the hell am I about to do like I'm so nervous like what if no one enters my giveaway what if no one like listens to it what if people don't like it like there was so much self-doubt and I'm not afraid to admit that um and I was I was a mess I felt physically sick I was anxious yeah it was just oh but at the same time I was so excited and proud of myself because I was like God, I've actually like I've actually done it. <laughs> like there's no going back now. Like you've done it. So yeah, and really the the feedback and the response, the reaction has just given me that extra little bit of confidence to be like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I can do this and let's just see what happens with it. So again, you know, for everyone that has liked, commented, shared, sent me a message, uh, I've shared a lot of it on my stories on Instagram and there's some things I haven't shared as well because just there was so, there was a lot and I hope that I've managed to kind of respond to everybody, even for people that have like tuned in and listened and not kind of, you know, shared that on social media. Again, like I appreciate that so much and, um, yeah, you know, for everyone that's listened, subscribed, honestly, like it it, it does mean uh, a lot. So yeah, again, thank you so much. And um, let's just, I guess, kick off with today's episode. So as I've said, it is just me, myself and I. Um, I have mentioned, obviously, I'm getting guests and stuff like that on the podcast. But of course, there will be episodes where it is just me. And um, yeah, so you've just got myself today, guys. (laughs) I've also um, noticed that I laugh quite a lot after things I say, even if they're not particularly funny. And I'm also definitely that type of person that laughs at their own jokes. So lots more of that to come. (laughs) Again, I've just, it's such a like habit. I just instantly do it without even thinking. Anyway, So my seven steps or seven tips to setting your goals. So why am I doing this episode? So I know we're already like a week or so into January and I know a lot of people like to set their goals prior to the 1st of January. I'm definitely one of those people, you know, new year resolutions, but I am also somebody that likes to set goals consistently throughout the year. Um, I don't really think that you just need to set goals in January and, and that be it you know, you will hit your goals over a certain period of time and move on to something else. So hopefully in this podcast episode today, it's something that you can refer back to um, and something that hopefully you can just, even if you just take one thing away from it, you know, I'm purely just going off kind of things that as I was setting out my goals, 
things that I kind of realized I needed to do to ensure that these goals are accomplished and are successful and things I need to do between setting that goal and what am I going to do between that and the end result of accomplishing it. So hopefully that gives a little bit of context. Um, And just to clarify, in regards to like the new year and resolutions, previously, I personally have always been someone that never really had like goals throughout the year until 2020. And I think the reason for that is because let's face it, 2020 was a year of consistent change in regards to the kind of current situation that we're in at the moment. You kind of never really knew whether you were coming or going. And in regards to me and kind of like the gym and fitness and my weight loss journey in 2020, my goals were constantly changing just because of the, like I say, the situation we were in. And actually, I found that in 2020, it was a year of so much growth and personal development. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact that my goals were kind of moving and I was adapting and learning how to kind of change things up. And so that is definitely something that I'm taking into this year as well. As I say, previously, I was always that kind of person that would start the year off New Year's resolution rather than a goal and would always set these big, unattainable, unachievable goals. And maybe they weren't unachievable or unattainable, but I just didn't put the steps in place to get to that end result successfully. I just gave myself a goal and didn't really think about everything in between and then was kind of a bit annoyed two weeks in when I've not hit that goal and just gave up very easily if I'm honest with you. So really what I want to do today is to share kind of what I've learned in the last year that I'm now taking over into this year. Now don't get me wrong I'm all for big goals. Um, Now for myself I do have some really big goals for 2021 However, these are what I've done is I've created a vision board on my phone. So I've got like a wallpaper on my phone of all of the kind of big goals that I want to achieve. I'm going to keep them quite private and hopefully, you know, I'll hit the, um, I'll hit them. (laughs) Yeah, damn right. I'm going to hit them. They're my goals and I'm going to achieve them. That is the attitude to have, Danielle. But what I meant to say was I will probably share them as and when I do hit them, right? However, if you do follow me on Instagram, you'll know that right now my priority is focusing on monthly goals. So the reason for that is because, um, (laughs) again, as you'll know, we are now into a third national lockdown here in England. And again, whilst I am positive and hopeful that this will be the last lockdown and hopefully we can get back to some sort of normality after, I do see this still being quite a year of potentially constant change, uncertainty and being a bit unpredictable and therefore I just want to have as much control over my goals as possible in that kind of shorter amount of time so that I can stay as close to them as possible and ensure that they are executed well basically. So let's get into the uh, the seven steps around setting your goals. The first one really really straightforward. So just get super clear about your goal. So just be 100% clear about what it is that you really want to achieve. If you've got a vague goal, that's only going to mean a vague result. So you need to be really specific about what your goal actually is. Really simple, first straightforward step, be clear about the goal. On to the second step, 
make that goal measurable. Now, this is where I've always gone wrong in the past when I've always set those big kind of goals and wondered why I've never I've never hit them. So let's put some context into this one because I feel like it probably needs it more so than just getting clear about the goal in step one. So making your goal measurable, step two, how will you know that you've achieved your goal? Now that might sound like a really simple question, but you will want to have a clear point at which you know you've achieved your goal. So for example, if let's say the Danielle two years ago set a new year's resolution of, I want to eat healthier this year, that doesn't really make it measurable. Because let's say that in the year that I set that goal of wanting to eat healthier throughout the year, I only actually ate healthier, let's say 40 to 50% of the year. Really, when I set that goal in the January, that wasn't really what I meant, was it? You know, like if I wanted to eat healthier that year, it probably would have been more of like 80% of the year, not 40, 50%. So instead, when you're thinking about, okay, you've got that clear goal, you want to eat healthier, but how are you going to measure that? So instead it might be something like, okay, my goal is to eat healthier five days of the week and I'm going to allow myself Saturday and Sunday for treats. Now that's measurable because you'll know come the Friday whether you have or you haven't hit that goal of eating healthy for those Monday to Friday five days, right? Again, this is just an app, you know, an example, and you can kind of put this into any context or any goal that you've got. So making it measurable, understanding when you have or haven't hit that goal, that's going to ensure that you just you know, have a clear point at which you know you're going to have achieved that. That then leads me on to step number three. Now, step number three, I do have mixed feelings about this one and let me explain why. So step number three is give your goal a timescale or a deadline. Now, I touched on around my bigger goals for 2021 and around the vision board that I've created. Now, I have recently gotten into or kind of have been kind of researching a bit more around the law of attraction and manifestation and I really kind of like that and that's where I kind of got the idea of like the vision board and manifesting that you know these things are going to come to me and obviously you do have to put the work in as well yes but the kind of principles behind that idea is that you don't really need to set like a time scale or a deadline as such okay so whilst I do really like it for that for my bigger goals potentially for my kind of monthly shorter goals I do feel that giving yourself a time scale or a deadline is quite important and also please remember that these are like steps and tips that I feel that I need in order to achieve my goals. I'm not necessarily, it's not, you know, it's not a, what do they say? Like one rule fits all or however you want to word it. I've probably murdered that. But you know what I'm trying to say is like, you've got to do what works for you. But definitely I feel like for myself, giving myself like a time scale or deadline, that's just going to create a focus and give you a sense of urgency, which is something that, let's face it, most of us need to complete things 
And that's only going to lead to successful goal setting. What I will say in a caveat to that is just do your very best to hit it in the timescale that you've obviously given yourself. But don't beat yourself up if you if you don't hit it within that timescale. Instead, just review what happens so that you can take a different approach. You know, make the deadline realistic. Your goal should always push you, but not that much that you set yourself up to fail. So, you know, just to clarify, give yourself that kind of time scale or deadline. That's going to create focus. It's going to create urgency. But if you get to that point and you've not quite hit it, you know, don't beat yourself up. Reevaluate, readdress. What can you do differently? And go again. You don't want to kind of put too much pressure on yourself with when it comes to that time scale and deadline. So don't set yourself up to fail. And sometimes, you know, we're very quick to want to try and achieve our goals, but actually it's the process in between is the most enjoyable part. So don't be in any rush is what I'm trying to say. Step number uh, four, I believe we're on now, is actually one of my favorite ones, which is around planning your action steps. And again, this is where I have definitely gone wrong in the past. And what I touched on earlier is around, okay, you've set that goal and you know what the end result is, but you've done nothing in between setting that goal to kind of get that end result. And then you wonder why you've not achieved it. And that's because the chances are you've likely not set your action goals in between. So with every goal, you're probably going to likely have kind of mini goals to help you achieve it. So I'm going to use weight loss as an example, just because that was one of my goals in 2020 and that was executed well, but that was only because of the action steps in between. So let's say in this scenario, my goal is to lose two stone. The end result is me stepping on the scales and having lost two stone. But what am I going to do in between getting there? So for example, I was uh, in a calorie deficit. I was doing a certain amount of exercise per week. I had a daily step count goal and so on and so forth. And there was all these other little daily mini goals that I needed to tick off to ensure that actually that goal that I set of I want to lose two stone the only way I'm going to achieve that is if I do those little action steps, those little daily goals and mini things that come along with it. Now, you just really have to break it down. So whatever your goal is, because it might obviously not be weight loss, just break it down and create those small action steps to work on. Um, without doing so, I think it would be really hard to kind of get to an end result. Uh, you really obviously have to put the work in to achieve that goal. And if you don't know what that is, you're not going to achieve it. So plan your action steps. Step number five is to make your then most important task a priority each day. So again, using the same example, let's say my, I say most important task or your hardest task or the task that you don't really want to do. So let's, let's stick with the weight loss example. So wanting to lose two stone, I've planned my action steps and I know that I've got daily goals. So every day I've got to get up, I've got to do a certain amount of steps, I've got to stick within a certain amount of calories, I've got to hit my protein goal, I've got to do a certain amount of exercise and so on and so forth. 
And I've woke up and I've got my little to-do list there. If you know me, you know I love a to-do list. And um, let's say as well, because if you know, I've recently invested in a treadmill, but let's say I don't have my treadmill. It's absolutely chucking it down with rain. You've got a diva dog called Pepper who will not walk in the rain. She will not walk in the rain. And it's absolutely freezing cold. And you've got 12,000 steps to do. Now, the rest of the things on your to-do list that day look look pretty pretty comfort, comfort, comfort? <laughs> look pretty comforting as opposed to that one. So eating 1500 calories worth of food and 120 grams um, protein and doing a nice little home workout for 30 minutes in the warm, they're going to be a lot more appealing than walking outside for an hour and a half to get 12,000 steps whilst it's chucking it down with rain and it's freezing cold. However, that's probably, as I say, the hardest task. And I think it's important that when you've got those small action steps to get you to that goal, that you do that one first. So get up, get the hardest one done out the way, because whilst that might be, you know, the thing that you least want to do, once you've come back and you've ticked that off your list and that's done, you're going to feel so much better. And then it's just going to make all of the other jobs that you've got to do the rest of that day more enjoyable. You're more likely to then stick to the rest of your routine for the day and make sure that you don't go off track if, you know, in this scenario, the weight loss thing is your goal. And uh, yeah, whereas let's say you you get up and actually instead it's just kind of, you might do a workout, you're focusing on your food throughout the day, it gets to four o'clock and you go, I've still got like 10,000 steps left to do. The chances are you're, you're not necessarily going to really want to do that. And I think you'll have more of a chance of making sure you do do it if you get it done first than if you leave it. And also this kind of comes into the whole motivation piece with goals. And you'll see this a lot, I think, within kind of the fitness side on Instagram. And and I've been someone to say it myself because it's really true. When it comes to your goals, and even if you're listening to this and your goals are nothing to do with fitness or nothing to do with weight loss, that's absolutely fine. I'm just using kind of my kind of previous goals or experience just to kind of bring, I guess, context and give it some kind of yeah, context and bring it to life really. So as I was saying, in regards to the motivation and discipline piece, you're not always going to be motivated. And uh, this, you know, again, this comes into any context and you have to be disciplined to hit or achieve your goals. You have to know that some days you're going to wake up and you're not going to be motivated to go and do 12,000 steps, but you do have to be disciplined. And by doing so, you know, that will ensure that you do achieve your goal. So yes, uh, moving on to step number six then. So review your progress regularly. I think this is so important. Um, and when when and how you decide to do this is completely up to you. So you may be someone that kind of likes to review things either daily, weekly, monthly, you know, whatever works for you. It, it doesn't have to be long at all, just a quick check-in, acknowledge what is going well and what isn't potentially, give yourself feedback, you know, what can you do differently, celebrate what is working and just make any changes where needed really. So yeah, review your pregnant but. That review your progress regularly just going to keep it real as and when I'm likely to mess up so yeah <laughs> 
So yeah, review your progress regularly. And, uh, you know, if you've got those mini action steps, again, referring to the weight loss goal, I'm someone that quite likes to review things on a daily basis to know where I've got to on that day. And, you know, but again, it's finding what works for you. Now, my seventh and final step is rewarding your progress. Now, this one I feel is like so, so important. In fact, I think I've said that about most of them. They're all important, but yeah. Um, Rewarding yourself. So rewarding yourself will just help reinforce the positive actions that you've taken so that you can continue to do it. Now, I last year did an eight-week cut And in that eight weeks, I had one day, literally one day where I kind of went off track. And um, that was, I was really bloody proud of myself for that because I've I've struggled with food and things like that over the years. And I was really proud and I was really happy with my results at the end. And at the end, I actually went on a girl's Uh, overnight stay in Bristol with one of my closest friends and uh, we had just lots of food and drinks and uh, (laughs) definitely made the most of uh, being in a calorie deficit for eight weeks that weekend so yeah Um, and that just kind of reignited that fire inside of me to then once I got home right back onto it what's the next thing and um, yeah so I think it's really important to just reward yourself you know when you have accomplished something and, and kind of hit that goal really So just to summarize the seven steps that we've just gone through around kind of setting uh, your goals and making sure that, you know, you are going to accomplish them. So get super clear about your goal, make it measurable, give yourself a timescale or a deadline, plan those action steps, um, make the most important task a priority, review your progress regularly and remember to reward yourself when you smash your goal. So that is pretty much it from myself today. I hope that you've taken something away from this episode today around kind of goal setting. I hope it's an episode that you can, you know, refer back to as and when, you know, as I mentioned on one of the steps to kind of review things regularly. So, you know, if you ever need to kind of come back to this episode to kind of re-listen to things then then yeah um I would love to get your feedback on this episode um doing the first episode where I kind of gave you a bit of an insight into myself and what the podcast was going to be about was was just quite whilst I was nervous it was just quite natural um this I kind of probably feel even more nervous about in the sense that I'm kind of putting something out there that I'm hoping people will really take something away from and um yeah, so your feedback would be, you know, greatly appreciated for anybody that like sends me a message, shares the podcast. It honestly means the world. Please don't forget to uh, subscribe. So I believe on Apple Podcasts, it's called subscribe. And I believe on Spotify, there's like a follow button. Um, so yeah, please don't forget to subscribe or to follow. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really hope that that you enjoyed today's episode. And as I say, took something away from it. And uh, yeah, I will catch you in the next one.